temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right, this is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief show. Happy Monday night to you. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Okay, I'm going to be here with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started. Every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific, I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. And more importantly, I'm being joined by you. Yeah, everybody listening all over North America on the free Odyssey app, on your local affiliate, on Sirius XM channel 158, and on smart speakers. However you're listening, I'm just glad that you're here. Look, obviously, we're going to recap all of yesterday's games in the NFL. There's a game going on right now in the NFL. To conclude week five, yes, week five of the NFL season, it's about to be a wrap by the time I finish this show. Right now, just underway in the third quarter, the Las Vegas Raiders, they lead the Kansas City Chiefs 20-10. to 10. I tweeted out quite a few things over the past uh, several minutes, one of them being, these are the Raiders. Are the Raiders legitimately going to hold on to this lead? Let's see if the Raiders can actually hold on. They don't have the the greatest of histories in beating these Chiefs. Ask Derek Carr. It's not looking too good for him when it comes to playing an arrowhead, let alone playing anybody who wears red and yellow. Las Vegas up 20-10, to 10, a little less than 13 minutes left in the third quarter. Obviously, we'll update you as things continue on. If you want to keep up with me, by the way, I mentioned Twitter. It's at JR Sport Brief on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. If you follow me on social media, you will already know what we're going to talk about tonight. It's not just today's game or tonight's game between these Raiders and the Chiefs. We saw some interesting ones. The Cowboys won another football game with Cooper Rush. They beat the defending Super Bowl champs. How about that? The two teams that represent New York are winning, both the Giants and the Jets. It's rather confusing. 
I just mentioned the Cowboys and the Giants. Uh, the Eagles are 5-0. and The NFC East is the place to be right now. Major League Baseball continues on as we move towards the divisional series, the divisional round starting tomorrow. Wild card teams are done. The Braves are looking to defend their championship. The New York Mets, they've been embarrassed. They're not moving on to anything but to vacation. Tom Brady has been babied. We had another guy get babied tonight. Uh, Derek Carr had a 300-plus pound man fall on him, and they called roughing on the guy, Chris Jones. And so we'll get into that. And we even had a head coach who already got the boot. It's Matt Rule. We're going to talk about him momentarily. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855 212 for CBS. That's if you want to give me a holler throughout the course of the night. We'll get to your calls. Of course, it's what I do. Before we move on to any of that, hey, Shep, how was your weekend, man? It was it was good, JR. Uh, not, uh, listen, all I need to look at is what the Mets won 101 season, got them and realized how good my weekend was. How was yours, sir? Oh, the Mets fans, their weekend sucked, right? Is that how it went? Uh, I mean, you was the weekend, the last thirty-five years. I mean, oh, <laughs> however you want to slice it. Whoa. My God, you talk about losing elimination games on Whoa. your home field. I mean, that should be synonymous with their middle name at this point. What losing? I, I, on their field, yeah. Oh, okay. when they got home field advantage, yes, or you know. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to the New York Mets as as long as I guess their their own fan base hasn't suffered enough. Let's go ahead and pile on. We'll do that. Next hour, let's start off with another guy. The New York Mets got the boot as a team. And the way that they went out was just absolutely hilarious. You got the manager checking a man's ear for a foreign substance. I I almost died. I, I loved it. Anyway, it was great theater. But besides that, it wasn't great today for Matt Rule who is now the former head coach of the Carolina Panthers. There's nothing worse than walking into work on Monday and getting a boot. There's nothing worse than walking in over the weekend and just being told, hey, man, the front door is right there. You can go ahead and walk the hell right out of it. And sure, not every job is like the NFL. You perform on Sunday, you go to work on Monday, or if you're Matt Rule, you get the boot. The Carolina Panthers have an interim head coach in Steve Wilkes. Yes, the man who had to run another disaster out in Arizona with the Cardinals. You might recall that. He, he had Sam Bradford as his quarterback. Not the greatest or best of situations. But Matt Rule was brought into Carolina to be the guy. David Tepper, who's one of the richest human beings on earth, playing around all that that investment capital. This man decided to give Matt Rule two years ago. He gave him a seven-year, $62 million contract, I guess because Matt Rule bamboozled the hell out of a billionaire who never ran a football team. So much so, you got Matt Rule and Scott Fitterer it's not like these guys were even connected at the hip. Matt Rule was was pretty much helping to run the damn ship. That's the situation here. And so Matt Rule comes over 
from Temple, where he basically helped flip things from 1 and 11 to 11 and 1. He goes to Baylor, helps turn things around there. Basically has a cup of coffee in the NFL, and boom, now he's a head coach. I guess he smooth-talked Mr. Tepper back when he was introduced January 2020. This is what Matt Rule told the media. I want you to listen to what he said he was going to do, and then I'm going to tell you what the results were. I'd like to be, you know, uh, on the, the, the cutting edge of things that are happening in, in football. And um, I think for me, there's some simple truths about football. You have to be able to run the ball and stop the run. Um, you have to be able to create big plays and, and uh, stop big plays. And um, so to me, um, you know, we want to do what's best for our players. Uh, we want to build it around the quarterback. You know, I know I got a question there about, so I have to kind of get in here and, and find out what people do well. But um, we, we, we don't want to be a stale team. We want to be a team that's explosive, dynamic, fun to watch. But I do know this, we won't win if we don't play great defense. So we're going to make sure that uh, we start there and then kind of make it over to the offensive side. Hey, Shep, were the, were the Panthers fun, exciting to watch, cutting edge, would you say? Uh, uh, no. Well, yeah, and that's why this man got the boot. You know, this man looked at quarterback play. We know what the Carolina Panthers have been. If you're listening to me right now and you're in the car with someone and you have no idea about the NFL or the Carolina Panthers, let me just give you a, a quick recap. This is a team that had a guy named Cam Newton. He won an MVP in 2015, helped take him to the Super Bowl on his back and a great defense, and they ultimately lost. Cam Newton played so damn hard that he became a broken human being. Cam Newton is no longer in the NFL. Since Cam Newton was basically broken on the way out the door, the Carolina Panthers have not been able to find anyone to throw the football. That's basically what it is. Ron Rivera, boot. Matt Rule, in. Teddy Bridgewater, not the answer. 5 and 11. 2021. They decide to bring in Sam Darnold. They traded for Sam Darnold from the New York Jets. They sent three draft picks. Two this year, one last year. They sent three draft picks to the New York Jets, who actually look like they might have a quarterback now in Zach Wilson. And that didn't work out. They went 5-12 and in this year. Oh, my God. They had to go ahead and, and trade for Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield is broken right now. Baker Mayfield can't even play. He left the game yesterday. The 49ers, they beat the Panthers 37-15. Baker Mayfield is in a boot. Sam Darnold hasn't even been eligible to play. His leg is also busted up. What are we doing here? They had no choice but to let him go. And David Tepper has been holding on to this guy for way too long. But here's the kicker. It must be nice to to be a coach in the NFL. It must be nice to convince a billionaire to give you a seven-year deal, of which many, many owners weren't happy about that setting that type of precedent. Matt Rule has 40 
million dollars remaining on his contract. This is year three out of a seven-year deal. If this man does not get a job coaching in college, if he gets a college job, the Panthers don't have to pay him anything. But Matt Rule can sit at home for the next four years and get approximately $835,000 a month for the next four years to do absolutely nothing. He's going to be in demand back on the college scene. Knowing what he did at Temple, knowing what he did at Baylor, they looked at him as a program builder. Well, how many how many of these these college coaches move into the NFL and then go and have success? How many of them? Let's take us the big names. What did Nick Saban do? He left. That's the biggest name of them all. How about let's move on to recent history? What happened with Urban Meyer? Oh, he was able to to bamboozle the the cons. He came through and he was a program builder and nobody wanted to listen to him. He got the boot and his behavior was just awful. At least Matt Rule wasn't hanging out with young women weren't his wife. And so Matt Rule is the first head coach to get the boot. The team had no idea, none whatsoever, how to move the ball. They certainly weren't cutting edge. They weren't cutting anything. They ended up on the cutting room floor. And so when you start thinking about the talent on the team, if you thought Baker Mayfield had a chance to continue on his career after this year as a starter, oh, man, highly unlikely, not happening. Disaster. Sam Darnold is nothing but a career backup as well. What happens with Christian McCaffrey right now? Three years, $40 million left on his deal. Is somebody going to try to trade for him, or are they afraid that he'll be hurt? DJ Moore doesn't have anybody to get him the football. We know Robbie Anderson, he just wants to go deep. Maybe he'll go deep on another football team as a deep threat. The Panthers have been pathetic. The nail in the coffin was trading for Sam Darnold. And then the final nail, if you wanted to put two in there, you had to bring in Baker Mayfield. This is awful. Absolutely terrible. And it starts to make me figure out or think, you know, who who will be next? I know Washington Commanders fans, they want Ron Rivera out the building, and he's been dealing with a similar situation. Who's my quarterback? Alex Smith had to come in and save us at the end of a season? Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down, and then I got I to gotta roll with Heineke all year? Now we have to bring in Carson Wentz? It's bad. I mean, even Washington, they lost to the Titans 21-17. to I guess there's something between this Virginia-Carolina connection where nothing connects but losses. A terrible situation. Matt Rule fired. 
the fans in Washington, they want a new owner, they want a new coach, they want a new everything. And I can't blame them. It's week five. Week five isn't even done yet. And we've already had our first coaching casualty. Matt Rule can sit at home and count $835,000 a month. Forget working. I ain't going to college. I'll go back coach college in four years. I'm going on vacation. Maybe Ron Rivera will join him. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Those are two teams in the negative right now. We're going to take a break. The phone lines are open if you want to talk to me, 855-212-4CBS. I want to talk to you about two teams just right up the road, a little bit further than that, who are having success. It's the Jets. It's the Giants. It's the start of the JR Sport Brief Show. Here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Monday Night Football. The Raiders are trying to hold their lead against the Kansas City Chiefs 20 17. For now, the Raiders are always going to Raider. We opened up the show talking about Matt Rule, the first head coach to get the boot. Here so far in the NFL season, it only took him five games. The Carolina Panthers are currently one and four. Uh, You could definitely make the argument this guy should have gotten the boot longer than that. When you think about the investment made into him by David Tepper, what a massive mistake. Two years ago, given a seven-year, $62 million contract, And all things considered, he probably should have been given the boot last year. But now, until he finds a college coaching gig, if he wants one, he's going to be making $40 million for the next four years, $835,000 a month. Good for him. I know there's quite a few people who want Ron Rivera to be given the boot next, but come on. This guy's running around with Carson Wentz as his quarterback. Simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to talk to you about the Giants, the Jets, two New York teams who are actually winning games. Before we do that, let's talk to Carlos. He's calling from Charlotte. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Carlos. What's up? Um, first of all, how y'all doing this evening? Amazing. Awesome. So, um, you know, talking about Matt Rule, I mean, for myself living in Charlotte and basically seeing what we saw yesterday, um, you know, obviously nothing against the 49ers and their fan base. Obviously, they travel well, as you can, as everybody can see. If you had gone to yesterday's game and seen it live yourself, it just looked more of a 49ers home game than it really did a Panthers game, honestly. And, yeah. I mean, and unfortunately for a lot of people that – 
I mean, granted, from the national media perspective, from you guys and everybody, for us locally, we have to see this every day. And with Baker Mayfield and everything else, unfortunately, this is just the end result of it. I mean, people in town have been pretty much rejoicing uh, Matt Rule being fired. Not that I myself was calling for his head or nothing, but at the end of the day, when you're not winning and you have literally people that are not even bothering to showing up to your games anymore, I think it pretty much shows that it's on that. I'm not speaking for everybody in Carolina or any other Panther fan on this one, but it's just it needed to happen. This needed to happen. Whatever happens in the future, obviously, we don't know. Obviously, people are excited that Steve Wilkes, a local guy that has been here from the get-go, is getting a shot to at least coach for the rest of the season. But um, given what, what we have, I mean, not, you know, Mr. JR, if I could say this, you've said a lot that obviously even myself, I felt that, that dagger into the heart a little bit. But, I, you know, all we want, and the only thing most Panther fans want, obviously, is the opportunity to hoist a Lombardi in town. It yeah, may not luck. happen now. And I know, and it may not happen now. It's fine. I'll, I'll take that laughter from everybody around the world, but at least we are one of the few fan bases that at least wants that in comparison to other people around uh, in the NFL. Well, uh, guys. I, well, well, thank you, Carlos, for calling from Charlotte. I, I think most teams and fans want to win or hoist a Lombardi trophy. I think everybody knows that you actually have to have a, a good quarterback to get there. And please don't tell me about Trent Dilfer. If you want the best chance to win a Super Bowl, you need a quarterback. I was in Charlotte a few months ago. I'm standing outside the stadium taking photos, making jokes about, hey, if they need a quarterback, they can ask me. I'm healthier than the two guys that they got. Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield? Okay, fine, I get it. It's the NFL, it's tough. Yeah, sure, guys get hurt, but my point is, you got two quarterbacks, then you have none. It's really that simple. And they got two of them, and they're both hurt. It's a bad situation. 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of a bad situation, let's, let's talk about some positivity here real quick. Right up the road, I guess we can go up I-95 and, you know, from D.C. We talked about Ron Rivera potentially getting the boot. Fans want him to get the boot. Carolina, the New York Jets and the New York Giants are actually winners. First of all, let's get to the Jets. The Jets have a record of 3-2. and two. The Jets beat the Dolphins last night, or yesterday afternoon, the final score 40-17. to 17. The running game looked great. The young players looked great. Sauce Gardner looks like one of the best cornerbacks already in the NFL. And sure, they beat a team's third-string quarterback, but let's give the New York Jets some type of credit. They're 3-2. and two. They're 500. The New York Jets heading into yesterday's game, they lost 12 consecutive games in their own division. Let me say that again. The New York Jets lost 12 consecutive games against the Bills, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. We know this. They've been one of the worst teams in the NFL over the past several years. And so Coach Rob Salah, knowing that they finally are on the positive side of 500, he says, hey, beating up on the Dolphins 40-17, to it's a great way to end the streak. 
It's awesome. Obviously, you, you always want to win your division games. Um, Double-digit wins are hard to come by in this league. Um, 40 points, all that, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, enjoy the 40-17 to 17, uh, victory. Because the next opponent for the New York Jets, they, they may come back down to earth at 500, which is still an accomplishment for the New York Jets. They got to go to Green Bay to take on the Packers. And yesterday, the Green Bay Packers, they opened up the slate of games in London against another New York team, the Giants. And the Packers lost to the Giants. The final score there, 27-22. to Seems like the New York Giants, their defense came up with every necessary stop. It seemed like when Daniel Jones needed a first down, his broken ass was running for one. Saquon Barkley came into the league or came into the game leading the league in rushing. They have no wide receivers. Part of the offensive line is busted up, but they are playing hard for new head coach Brian Dayball. And, yeah, the Packers losing to the Giants in London? I'm going to assume that when they take on the Jets, they are going to light them up. Meanwhile, for the Giants side, they got the Ravens next. And unless the Ravens are going to choke away a victory or make it close, they'll probably be underdogs again. Meanwhile, Brian Dayball says, sure, we beat the Packers in London. The Giants are 4-1. and one. Brian Dayball says... Yeah, we can't get too carried away. You know, we've only played five games, so this is a very humbling league. It can it can get you quick. So focus on the next game. Things, again, we can do better, which there's certainly plenty of them. We'll continue to work and, and try to improve in those areas. But, you know, it's all about our team and, and trying to get better each day. Everything, bro. It, it's like the New York Giants are putting their own their own selves up against a wall. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year. I expected the New York Giants to look at Daniel Jones and say, hey, just try to keep us in the game, and at the end of the season, we'll probably give you the boot. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. If they want to keep him around, they, they probably have to franchise tag him. Daniel Jones is not turning the ball over. This man is third in the NFL in rushing right now behind Hertz and, and Lamar, and he's, he's, he's doing good, all things considered. Saquon was leading the league in rushing from a running back's perspective. Defense is playing solid. And the Giants are 4-1, which just seems like an accident every time that I have to say it. Let's see if they go 5-1 and one against Lamar at MetLife Stadium. And this we also know. Ravens aren't a fan of that turf. Let's see what happens. They have to play the New York Jets there. So congratulations to the two New York teams. At least they help brighten things up. I mean, I hope maybe for Met fans. And we know the Mets have been given a boot. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Oh, my goodness. Monday Night Football. Oh, it's interesting. The Raiders had a lead. Emphasis 
on had. We're going to take a break. You'll get a news update. When we come back, the phone line's open if you want to give me a holler. And then also, we had an instance of it in this game. It's the quarterbacks being babied. I'm going to give you a great example, the biggest example that took place yesterday. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, how's it going? I uh, love listening to your show. Uh, I drink a brewski and listen to you every night after work. Helps me unwind. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 212 4CBS. Have a brewski or two. Do it safely, though. Don't have a brewski. You know, if you're driving, listening to me, don't 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 do that. Meanwhile, here you just heard the update from Marco Belletti, uh, the Chiefs leading the Raiders in Monday Night Football. Well, the Raiders were able to put a three spot, a field goal on the board and uh, a team that had a 20 to 10 lead. The Raiders currently trail. 23, 24. We just got underway in the fourth quarter. And we had a big play take place earlier on. That's Chris Jones landing and sacking and and forcing a strip of Derek Carr, and they called roughing. Almost similar to what we saw yesterday. And another situation scenario, the Falcons were getting the living hell beat out of them by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What else is new? Tom Brady just owns the Falcons. It doesn't matter what uniform he's in. Uh, The Bucs. At one point, they led 21 to nothing. Uh, The Falcons came back. uh, 21 to 15 was the final score. But they didn't get a chance to even get the ball back because Grady Jarrett decided – no, he didn't decide. He sacked Tom Brady, one of those roll sacks. And then they ended up calling roughing. It was a penalty. And that was all she wrote. And I get it. It's Tom Brady. And the NFL is all about safety. What are you supposed to do at this point in time? If you're the defensive tackle, if if you're a defensive end, and by the way, Grady Jarrett, one of the best defensive tackles in the NFL because he plays for the Falcons, which team that sucks, he doesn't get a lot of attention. But the fact is, you can't breathe on a quarterback. You can't touch him. You can't look at him. You can't say you suck. Otherwise, they're going to call roughing. This was terrible. Absolutely terrible terrible a matter of fact this is Grady Jarrett roughing the passer call this is courtesy of the Falcons radio network Brady working from the gun Brady retreats looking looking here comes Grady Jarrett you shall not pass surely they didn't call slinging him down this will be a horrendous call this is going to be a horrendous call they're going to call Grady Jarrett for slinging down Brady on this sack. This is a this is a horrend- this is not the intention of the call. Personal foul, rough from the passer. Defense number 97. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. 
You will not see a worse play than this call. Oh, it's it's true. I mean, we can all think about and remember terrible calls that we have all ever seen. I know Saints fans might be jumping up and down. We can go through an entire list. We can look through your entire fandom for your whole life, and I'm sure there are calls and plays that stand out to you. Grady Jarrett sacking Tom Brady, who, by the way, kicked him a few times. No calls on that one. Grady Jarrett being called for roughing was embarrassing. They might as well already move ahead to two-hand touch. That's what they want to do, right? And so they walk away with the victory, Tampa Bay does. And then after the game, Tom Brady in the press conference, he was asked about it. And, of course, Tom Brady, he had a, he had a simple answer for this. Listen. The one sack at the end of the game, they call him for roughing the passer. Um, you know, so it extends the drive. You're able to get off the field. What did you think of that play? Had you been lob- lobbying or asking for some late hits there? Or- I don't, I don't throw the flags. Yeah, simple as that. I don't throw the flags. We've seen him throw tablets. We've seen Tom Brady throw uh, temper tantrums, but he doesn't throw flags. He's 45 years old, and you can't even look at the guy. Otherwise, you're going to get penalized. Embarrassing. Terrible. The Kansas City Chiefs don't walk away with a victory in this game. You're going to have people complaining about Chris Jones' play on Derek Carr. There will be people complaining about it already, and it's justified. And so what about the head coach, Arthur Smith, second year as head coach of the Atlanta Falcons? He was asked about it, and we know this. If you talk and you criticize the officials publicly, you're going to get fined. This is what Arthur Smith had to say. I got to find out how I can coach better. It has nothing to do with him. There's a lot of things in the game that I got to figure out what I can do. Uh, from a coaching and technique standpoint. Do you, do, you think, do you think it was rough in the past or based off? I'm not going to get into that. I haven't seen the film, and i, I got to worry about how to coach that. It's like an episode of Family Feud. Shep, like Family Feud, you know, when somebody gives an answer, good answer, good answer, good answer, right? Man, Steve Harvey has absolutely mastered that teaching class. Well, he's, well not Steve Harvey. It's the, the teammates and your family. Good answer. You Let's let's hit Shep. Let's play Family Feud. You ready? I was born ready. Okay, uh, let's see. Huh. Name a quarterback in the NFL who the NFL absolutely will protect by any means necessary. Uh, first name Tom, last name Brady. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Just Thank like you. just like Family Feud. Good answer. Good answer. But the show is Steve. When you think of Family Feud, he's the only guy you think of, though. We ain't thinking about Steve Harvey. We're thinking about the people who participate. Good answer. It doesn't matter if they give a crap answer. The family members will support you. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. It doesn't matter who you are as a coach. I don't care if you're in the NFL, the NBA. When you're asked about the officials, don't say anything. The best answer is no answer. Good answer, good answer, good answer. And so Arthur Smith has already mastered this in year number two. We don't know how long he's going to stick around with the Falcons. We don't know if he'll be able to lead them to a turnaround. This man is not trying to have his pockets tapped. And it's true. I actually mentioned this as well. A couple of people hit me up, of course. Yeah, was it a, a garbage call? Was it roughing or was it football? It was garbage. 
It wasn't a football call. It was trash. Jerome Boger, who's one of the few NFL officials that you probably know, I, I don't even understand his justification. He doesn't. Nobody wants to know the referees' names unless you suck. Nobody's going to forget Jerome Boger for that one. But the fact is, the Falcons forgot that there were four quarters of football. Not one quarter, not two, four. And so we can't blame Jerome Boger. We can't blame uh, Grady Jarrett. We can't blame Tom Brady. We can't blame a call for the loss. Was it stupid? Yes. Call was terrible. Both can be true. The Falcons could have been subjected to, they were subjected to a terrible call. They also played like garbage. Let's look at both as, as true. And we know that you're going to have human error in any football game, in any athletic activity, in anything where humans are involved. So if you want to blame anybody first, sure, you can blame the ref for the end. The fact that you didn't get a chance, you didn't get an opportunity to go back out there and score. But if you want to blame anybody first, blame yourselves. Sorry. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Rich is here from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up, Rich? Hey, Rich, where the hell are you? Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Hey, what's uh, what, what you you okay, Rich? You, you got hit by well, what's up? No, I was in a car, getting out of a car in an elevator in Chicago. Okay. And it's coming in. I finally made it back to my place about just shortly. Well, I'm glad that we we got you. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was um I was I want to talk about coaching and how it kind of runs in trends. Like launching Five college coaches all within a couple of weeks. We talked about that a few weeks back, and I think there's more. I think there's three. I think there's three more NFL coaches that are in precarious positions. I mean, week to week, and three in college. And I was going to throw them out and see what you thought about it. Okay, please, by all means, go on ahead. Yeah, the the college guys. Because I know you like college football. The college guys, and I think we all agreed on this sometime back is. Carson and Auburn, he can't be long. No, fact, I, think, I, I would agree, but, especially after getting smacked up again by Georgia, yes. Yeah, they got smoked. Did a couple of surprises, actually, beyond uh, what happened in Wisconsin. But Brady Hoke, a lot of people forgot about him when he got launched at Michigan. But San Diego State has really hit the, the doldrums, and they're making a lot of noise about running him off. And then this guy I don't know very well, but I do follow. Well, I'd be lying to you if I told you I've sat down and watched San Diego State, but go on, continue. And then the other one is this guy Brown at West Virginia. I've had friends that have played at West Virginia, but I don't know who this coach is. But all they do is talk about the groundswell of information about trying to run him off. The other three in the NFL, I'll I'll be brief so you can jump back on. Okay. and you may disagree with this, but I, I think this was a horrible mistake. Nathaniel Hackett at Denver might oh be God. the worst coach in the NFL. 
He's going to get a full – I believe he's going to get a full season. I don't think they're going to oh, make that into a, a poop show. But go ahead. You're, if you got – you know, you just got the new quarterback from Seattle who's – they're building the team. They mortgaged the future to get him. Yeah, and they're just stammering and stuttering. I don't know if they're going to be that patient with a new Russell. Order. Yeah, Russell Russell Wilson, we found out, is also dealing with a slight tear in his shoulder. That was revealed okay. after the game. But who, who are your other two coaches? Go ahead. Uh, one you mentioned that I heard he's on the hot seat big time is Ron Rivera yeah. in Washington. And the guy who I think is another big mistake, he's got a great reputation, is Josh McDaniel. You know, you can okay. see it tonight when they start <laughs> they get out to big leads and give it all up. They're not. Yeah, but I, I, I wouldn't put him in. I wouldn't put him on the hot seat, Rich. Not right now. Like, let him get through the season. And by the way, a touchdown was was just scored. Thank you, Rich, for calling from Chicago. A touchdown was just scored by Kansas City. They're getting ready to go for uh, the the extra point. But as of right now, the score is thirty to twenty three. Patrick Mahomes is having no issue at all with Travis Kelsey, none at all. They're looking for a two-point conversion right now. That makes it four touchdowns by Patrick Mahomes tonight, and that makes it four touchdowns for Travis Kelsey. Anyone who's really big time, a two-point conversion not converted, anyone who's really, really into fantasy, Kelsey is your guy for tonight, especially if you want to think about TDs. He mentioned Ron Rivera I mentioned him earlier on in the show as well. A disaster. He's actually pinning blame on Carson Wentz. It's like, hey, guys, why did you suck? Why did you lose to the Titans? He's like quarterback play. The last play of the game to pretty much close things out, Carson Wentz, he he threw an interception with an opportunity to win, and there you have it. He has six of them. And so Ron Rivera, I guess at this point, he's like, look, I may be out the door. And if I'm going out the door, I'm just going to be completely honest. Carson Wentz, Taylor Heineke, uh, broken Alex Smith, who, by the way, didn't appreciate him throwing the quarterback under the bus. But we know this. Washington is just one massive disaster by itself. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, you know, I'll let you hear from Ron Rivera, and we'll talk about some other disasters like the New York Mets, plus your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. I don't throw the flags. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Got clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.